BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I'm Jackie Zabrowski. And I'm MJ. And I'm Holden from the Page 7 Podcast. And we're going on tour. tour! That's right. We're touring all up in this mother-freaking country. I'm fake cursing someone ever, Jackie. Just say the filthy F word already. And we will say the filthy F word when we come to your town. That's right. We're coming to Texas, the Midwest, the Northeast, and then right back here in Cali, baby. For ticket links and more details, visit lastpodcastnetwork.com. That's right. Lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hey, Page 7 and Wizard and the Bruiser present Release the Butthole Cut! Wait, that's really what we're calling the tour? Absolutely. Release the Butthole Cut. For more information, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Jackie, take it away. Bam, bam. So this is the day, yeah. Bam, bam. Bam, bam. And I don't feel any different. Bam, bam. Bam, bam. The clanking of crystal. Bam, bam. Wow. Bow wow, explosions off in the distance. In the distance. Uh oh. 2023, she still has COVID. She still has <laughs> it. Man, I just, it's like I've decided that COVID has a crush on me and cannot keep their hands off. Off of me. Get out of here, COVID. Well, Stop. I can see it because the new style change, it's all the rage right now. Jackie is currently wearing a Halloween sweater and a bucket hat. A bucket That's hat. right. It's bucket hat. <laughs> In 2023. Bucket Hat Jack, man. Bucket, Bucket Hat, Hat Jack, Jack is here. Wow. I am here and I am ready for 2023, y'all. And I'm going to tell you what, right now, ever since she put that Bucket Hat on, she's vibing. Dude. You're vibing, bro. I am I am just, I'm sliving, as the young people say. One person says it. Paris Hilton says it. She's trying to get other people to say it. I think you're the second person to ever actually genuinely say it. Say it. Um, I'm sorry. I'm a teenager. Do you not see the Bucket Hat? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jackie and Holden are in the same room right now. They're in the studio in LA. I'm not in the same room with them for the first time in a while, honestly. But uh, Holden hasn't asked Jackie why she's wearing a bucket hat. I said, no. what's the story with... The I said, you know what? I'm going to wait till we're on air to find out the story of the bucket hat. And Holden said, yeah, I don't know either. And I said, how can you be in the same room with Jackie wearing this bucket hat and not look over and be like, so what's up with the hat? 
Because that's be my first fair, question of 2023. What's up with fair. the bucket hat, Jackie? To be fair, I did call her an MTV VJ. Yes. So we did establish an acknowledgement <laughs> of the bucket hat. But yes, Jackie, please regale us with the tale of woe that is this bucket hat. I got a bucket hat. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's- it says chilling and killing on it with a um, picture of Ghostface with a knife. Yeah, from Scream. And yeah. it is from Spencer. Spencer's gifts, and yes, it is what my brother added to this year's white elephant that we played with my family. Nobody wanted the bucket hat. Everybody weirdly wanted the, can I just say, Henry uh, put also put in, Henry Natalie also added into the white elephant, a pair of, go with me, Harry Potter Vera Bradley Crocs. And surprisingly, nobody wanted the Vera Bradley Harry Potter themed Crocs. You're wondering, you're both looking at me like you don't know what Vera Bradley yes. is. Yes, I'm looking at Vera Bradley. Right my hand was slowly right moving to the mouth. Because you definitely know what Vera Bradley is. It is the same patterned bags. Not only was my mom obsessed with it, but everybody's mom was obsessed with it. And every sorority girl that you knew had a uh-huh. Vera Bradley uh, quilted okay. bag. Wait, wait. You know exactly. Exactly what I'm talking about. But it about. was like this, but with Harry Potter stuff all there over it. There were Harry it. Potter crests on it of the different houses on top of the Crocs, on top of the Paisley Vera Bradley print. And no one wanted, actually, that's not true. The 16-year-old we were playing with did want them desperately and does now currently own them. All right. But no one wanted the bucket hat. I also got a Bratz wine glass that said, dump him on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept going, dump him. And Jeff's like, please stop saying dump him. We just got married. Yeah, it is. So I think I'm doing, I think I'm doing hats for 2023. Hats. Okay, that's your thing. It's going to be hats. I I think I want to find some. It's a warm head problem. So I'm going to have to find a bunch of different kinds of hats. Visors. That's I, I could get into visors. Wouldn't I be lo- look great with a hot dog visor? So I've been scared of wearing bucket hats. I've been shamed out of wearing bucket hats. Not anymore. Yeah, fuck it hat, I've man. Been, yeah, it's my fucking hat now. Yeah, fuck <laughs> hat, Jack says it's my fucking hat now. Because I want to wear the bucket hat and no one can stop me. Now, one thing I will say that I have had the kibosh put on is the flipping up of the yes, visor dude, of the bucket hat, which awesome. I did just you know, currently the do. From Salute Your Shorts. Yeah, is he not a vibe? He's a vibe. Does anyone remember his name? Anyone remember any of the characters' names? No, Skeet Fucktwat. (laughs) Skeet (laughs) Fucktwat. Yeah, I said, I put some dirty words in it. Yeah, my fucking hat. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh, she's bad girl, Jackie. Now you better watch out. This is part of the show where MJ and I just feel like her hostage. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm wearing a fucking hat. (laughs) 2023! I've been sick for a long time. I am, we are in the same room. I am COVID negative. I want everyone to know I'm not just like putting Holden and his entire family in harm's way. Well, we had it. It doesn't, if you had full COVID right now, I wouldn't give a fuck, dude, because we also had COVID Christmas. Yeah. So I have the antibods, bro. I'm fucking, I have the force field shield around me now. You say that, but I don't believe in the force field anymore. I don't think the force field is a thing anymore. Ugh, what? I don't know what the rules are with 
this shit. MJ, what do you got for us? You can see. What you All I know is I took an experimental drug that's not Paxlovid, and they gave it to me, and they're like, I don't know what it's going to do for your fertility. It's and I, <laughs> and I was like, I don't give a shit. I don't know I'll what it's going to do for your fertility is always fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a scary thing. Man, what if it makes you pregnant? Ooh. Whoa. I mean, I did see a Mimi earlier today that said everyone with the, that their names begin with J is going to get pregnant this year. What a, that's not a meme. Yeah, I saw a meme. <laughs> that sounds that like, a, like a, <laughs> one of those fortune tellers you do in elementary school with a paper. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the open, open, close, open, close, open, open close. 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 Yeah. Uh-oh, if your name begins with a J, you're going to get pregnant. Are you talking about Bobby Budnick? Yes, Spudnik. From Salute Your Shorts? Didn't they call him yes. Spudnik? Yes. Okay. Yes, you're both right. And not Donkey Lips? Not Donkey no, Lips. No, Donkey Lips, no. I kind of had, I did, of course, have a weird crush on Donkey Lips. Was he like the fat one? Into- yeah, I think, yes. yeah. thinking back on it, Donkey Lips is like my yes. first introduction to like the entire societal uh, like point and laugh at slightly larger people um framework at that donkey lips was like the original funny fat kid absolutely well yeah you had uh sandlot uh what's yeah, his that name guy with the with the red hair yeah yeah you had him he i also of course what kind of wanted to kiss what about the movie not Heavy- because he looks like my brother what about the movie <laughs> heavyweights Oh, yeah, loved Heavyweights. <laughs> I still watch Heavyweights every summer, man. <laughs> heavyweights holds up as a film. It is very upsetting. Um, fantastic stuff. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about Nepo Babies? Fine. Holden is just brimming with his fucking juices over you? here. I just feel like because you're the opposite of a therapist. You're trying to get me... Hot take Holden screamed about his blood pressure <laughs> Yes, he forgot his blood pressure. I want everyone to know. Yeah, first his of all, hands turned red. First of all, I forgot, so much I forgot about. I forgot about my blood pressure medication, which definitely is having an influence on, as well as the cup of coffee I'm having right now, on my feelings about the Nepo baby thing. I. J- you know what I mean? I want to oh, start. You come, are you? Did you just try to take it down a couple <laughs> notches and not start it with I? <laughs> you just. I just watched I you just try yourself. to be twenty twenty three's new Holden McNeely. First oh. of all, okay. Yeah. Oh, so it's not about fucking hats. For yeah. You? What's twenty twenty three for you? Uh, suck it, bat. Oh, yeah. suck it, bat. I so want to suck gonna... a bat stick. <laughs> oh, I feel like this is gonna go. This is going down into Tom Cruise territory here. If we're getting, and they're just like. <laughs> I want. I want to. I want to get a new stray. I want to get a new variant by (laughs) sucking a bat's dick, and I'm gonna do it this year. I want to go to a cave somewhere. I'm thinking Utah. Strain comes from love, man. Yeah, exactly. Right. And if you want to join me with your new fucking attitude, with your stupid hat, then you can. Um, But I'm gonna say right now. No, I just feel like with the. Okay, so first of all, we got to set the stage here. The Nepo baby situation. It's all the rage right now. Everyone's trying to scream about Nepo babies. There was a big article in Vulture that came out in like mid to late December that had a very funny to me cover which Holden yes. did not like he found it insulting it had the adult heads on little baby bodies <laughs> I just feel like if I worked really hard in my career to like ha- like be you know to get to a certain level and then somebody just like put my head on a baby's body was like look at the widow baby person and how easy it was for them I'd be so <laughs> 
so fucking so mad. mad. <laughs> so mad. He's like, is that Natalie Portman on there I, as a baby? I'd be like, come on. Natalie, is that? I Maybe I'm, oh, is that Maude Apatow? Okay, never mind. I think that's Maude Apatow. But either way, she had to spend hours on those sets fucking banging out those scenes. She did a great job. You know what I mean? I hate, I hate to be in the position of defending like Hollywood elite, but I just think it's more the idea that we are constantly blaming the, the us, us not getting far in life on like something like Nepo babies. And it's like, you've got to, first of all, song, song as old as, whoa, he's taking it back down. Okay. Song Song as old as time. Are we talking about the beast? Because I'll talk about the beast anytime. I mean, I'll talk about the beast if you want to talk about the beast. I'll lick them clean. Did you watch the new, the 30th anniversary thing? It's pretty good. No, is it good? Yeah, we actually, didn't we talk about it? Anyways. (laughs) The beast is a Nepo baby because monarchy, the original Nepo baby. There you go. Yeah, I, 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 is this not Hollywood royalty? This is the whole thing. Yeah, but that's what Hollywood royalty is. This is, but then I throw in the Chet Hanks equation the situation to the Holden equation was you already just screaming be... about chet hanks or before i know i'm trying to remember what i've already screamed about i just want to say this isn't taking over the family business the thing it's not even an american thing it's like a worldwide known quantity we all do that in some way in fact i'm the crazy one for like leaving charlotte and like going to new york and doing comedy i mean my brother did the thing that most people do he went to the same school my parents went to for college he ended up back in the same town and you know he's not in their industries per se but he could have been you know if he so chose and it would have given him a leg up instead he had to start more from scratch at the end of the day I just think that this is a situation of people taking an advantage of their situation and if they didn't do that I'd think they were fools <laughs> like Chad Hanks you're, so you're either I think the problem is maybe yes, rich like and Chet famous Hanks. people shouldn't have children because either you're going to be a Nepo baby or you'll be a disappointment those are the only two tracks you're a Chet yeah. Hanks or you're a Colin Hanks you're yeah. one you're or the a other. Chet or a Colin yeah and that's the thing you yeah you can just purely okay the reason why I bring up Chet actually though is like is it because of my fucking hat Yes, A, because you're fucking at staring a hole through me. I'm, a, I'm about to Chilling fight your hat. I'm about to get into a physical fight Chilling with your hat. Uh, vibing. Yeah, you need, man, vibe. you need to write vibing in red no, lipstick I'm so, on it. I, I'm going to get one that says, I'm such a vibe on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like with a big blood knife with piss yeah, on with it. Piss, yeah, piss knife on it, obviously. I'll go to. I'll what ask my stuck? mom. God damn it, Jackie! You're throwing me off course. Why are we just <laughs> to embroider a piss knife on my head? <laughs> hey, mom! I need a piss knife on <laughs> my head. Face is turning so red right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you're screaming. <laughs> I think that, that it, I will say you're right. It's one way or the other when you're a Nepo baby. Yeah. And I do honestly feel some manner of like, what about all of the Nepo babies that um, ha- want nothing to do with the industry and whatsoever? And then people are like, how do you even do it when your parents are Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick? Yeah. Like, well, it just happens. I'm just a human being. It is what it is. But at the same time, if I'm going to give someone a role Aren't I going to, if I'm like directing a movie, am I not going to put my friends in it and the people that I know in it? Of course, that's how most people get work. They think most people don't get work from auditioning. And people say this over and over again about this town specifically. You never get shit from auditioning. 
ha- most people don't audition well, period. That's like a very specific skill. Your brother auditions like a fucking maniac. He's amazing at it. Yes, he he's just, very good at he's it. He's very good at getting into a room and opening up a room. You know what I mean? A little, the little, ooh, that little. Nepo baby. baby. Charming. Yeah, Nepo baby. No, he's not the Nepo baby. I'm the Nepo but baby most, and I get nothing. Most people work their fucking ass off and then Am like. Am I a Nepo baby? Get, I was like, are we Nepo babies because we are in the same, we, we kind of. in the same industry as our older brothers? I guess. Oh my God, I mean, Nepo I started babies. in the same industry at the same time, but in a way, I mean, we, well, I'll tell you this fucking much. I sure as hell use every goddamn opportunity I can uh, when it comes to the network affiliation or whatever to get ahead or even just try to get free movie tickets. I mean, <laughs> of course, because I'm not You're- a fucking idiot. <laughs> You are in Andy Rooney uh, at the end of sixty minutes territory right now, Holden. Remember when right, he right. goes on his little his little rants? I will just say it's like <laughs> the, the Chet Does Hanks he turn this red. The Chet Hanks it? example is the perfect example. That is an example of someone just purely using their family name and the nepotism to like get by. And by get by, I mean like have a mildly successful SoundCloud account and sell some T-shirts and like be a meme for half a half a month. You know what I mean? That That's that. And it's not, I don't think anybody wants to be fucking Chet Hanks. I don't think there's anybody out there being like, God, I wish I was Chet Hanks. It'd be so great to be him. <laughs> no, you don't. But you th- you see like Maude Apatow, and of course you want to be her, but guess what? She put the work in. She was a professional. She showed up. And why wouldn't she? She grew up on film sets. She was, she was around the industry her whole life. If I grew up in the chocolate making industry, Ooh, I'd probably mean- end up making fucking chocolate you twits i'm sorry that i, I don't know why i would call people tw- i don't even know who i'm calling a twit <laughs> i think that <laughs> it, first of all there's nepotism in every industry right everybody was like yeah yes. oh, you, you know look at journalism look at washington dc um right like so i feel like the problem isn't my the only take that i'm interested in in terms of the nepo babies because it's uh, like Yes, it is. You're right that everything happens through connections. Every job I've ever gotten, I've gotten from people that I know. But also, is that fair? No. Right. So, like, I feel like the if if this generation uh, is going to be like, hey, this isn't this is not fair. I think that the most value that comes from the Nepo baby conversation is to poke a hole in the idea that it's all meritocracy. Maya Hawk didn't get her didn't get to be famous because she is the only good actor or the only like it's just that she, it's because she had connections also she's very talented and fun yeah she took advantage of her situation which totally. if you don't do that you're a fool and at the same time <laughs> if there are actual people out there who think the solution is for anybody who like grew up with parents who were famous or in the industry or whatever for them to like let their opportunity go to someone less privileged or something like that no, that's just not how it works what world does that just how it works no. life no. isn't fair that's one of the first fucking true things you learn. Say that to my fucking wow. head, man. Yeah, yeah dude. Life's not a fair, man. I'm ready to be a dad. Life isn't fair. You have to work hard. And by the way, there's never been a better time to make it out of nothing. There's never been a better time. With podcasting and streaming and, and TikTok well, and YouTube, there has never been a fucking better time to... Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Grow your own audience and go your own way. I busted my ass so hard trying to get involved into the industry. And guess what the industry said? They said, no. So you know what I did? I turned around and I said, what else can I do? I started doing Twitch. I started doing podcasts. Am I making millions of dollars? Fuck no. Do I wish that I my dad was uh, fucking Jackie Chan? Sure. <laughs> I think you'd definitely be a lot more pliable, I but think, that's if your dad oh my was God, Jackie dude. Chan. Can you imagine just so dumb? I'm like on the door. I'm on top of the door. Backflipping through the room. Oh, there he goes. So yeah, I wish I could do a bunch of backflips. But guess what? I'm fat and I'm because you're not a Nepo baby. Yeah. We should fight. We want to fight for a world where everybody has this has as fair an opportunity as hot, talented Maya Hawk had. Hot, talented Maya Hawk is hot and talented. And also, there's a lot of other hot and talented people out there who will never get an opportunity like that. And so it's not bad that Maya Hawk has those opportunities. It's just that we want to fight for a more equal world. And that's why it's funny to me to put their heads on little babies. And, you know, sure, fine. Do it all day. And I think I also think, you know, in in this, this includes Jamie Lee Curtis, even though I think that it was pretty decently worded what she had to say, but also on your end, shut up. Just because Jamie Lee Curtis essentially came out and was like, yeah, but also Nepo babies work really hard because she's, of course, one of the queen bees of the Nepo babies that she also wanted to everyone to know the Nepo babies also have to work very hard for their place, which she's right. Yeah. It is still the industry. You have it's to work still a hard, so hard to industry be, to be a part of. To become Jamie Lee Curtis, you have to work so fucking hard. Yes. That's and it's so insulting to put someone like that on a baby's body and be like, "Fuck them." <laughs> you know what it is too. I, I I just don't like like the tone of these this article. I don't like. Uh, by the way, I love how Vulture's creating this and then being like, "Wow, this is happening, right, guys? Isn't that crazy?" The whole thing's called the Year of the Nepo Baby. We love them. We hate them. Disrespect them and obsess over them. It's like Vulture, you. You do. You're trying to make it like everybody's doing this, but you're creating this phenomenon because it's like you you know it'll get clicks. And then and and this quote in, in particular, and they highlighted it, which I can't believe they did. This is the Nepo baby's credo: try, and if at first you don't succeed, remember you're still a celebrity's child. So try, try again. What the fuck are you talking about? You mean like? What everyone should do, try, and then if you fail, try it fucking again. What do you mean by that quote? It's such a dumb quote. That's exactly, I think it's it's the emperor's clothes of this whole article. You just like added the celebrity parent part and didn't really give it any like bring it home to any context because you just said what everybody should do. Try and try again. (laughs) And then idiot, if you fail again, try again, fucking idiot, until you get somewhere. I just, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, or be Chet Hanks. That's the other thing they can go do. They can go be a laughing stock, nonsense, viral, meme, idiot thing. And then that's what they do, right? And, you know, and that's either, not, the, I don't envy that. I, that. I don't want to be that. Because either you're like, oh, yeah, they're a famous person's kid and they're very talented. I would put Miley Cyrus in this category. Obviously, like, yeah. Levy. There's a bunch of people on here who are super talented. And then there's other people where you're like, oh, Hmm. Like, 
I don't even think, I'm not saying Dakota Johnson's not talented, but I was like, oh, she's a nipple baby. Maybe that's how that happened. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, so you'll always be living under the shadow of, if you have famous parents, you'll always be living under their shadow. And I think that probably does really suck, but it probably doesn't suck as much as like being crushed by capitalism in ways that will never allow you to like do what you dream of, you know? Sure. And I, it's not like I think that that's cool, but it's it's how life works. Life's not fair. It's just not, man. <laughs> I mean, you I just are don't... right about this and for, for many reasons because you know what? But move over, Nepo babies, because we've got oh, a boy. Nepo mommy coming into town. Oh, boy. And yes, I'm talking about Eladia. Eladia uh. Baldwin. If we're going to be talking about Nepo babies, this is she's the queen of Nepo mommies, hands down. Yes, we are talking about a podcast that she put out, that she started putting out about a month and a half ago that I cannot get out of my brain. Eladia Baldwin. Eladia. Who's making a podcast right now called Witches Anonymous. And this project is about exploring women's relationships with each other, both as the strongest support system and the fiercest adversaries. Women are often pitted against each other and made to be adversaries, fostering cutthroat competitiveness among us. I love this. Such a great transition, actually, for the nepotism thing, because look at the reviews for this podcast. 1.4 stars is the is the total aggregate here but they Every- look at they look at history the feminist movements and the witches <laughs> stories to learn from the many women who support other women to gain wisdom and realize that we're better when we work together we're better when we work together and this podcast is showing that holden I, I, this is so perfect I, I by the way so i listened to an episode of this podcast i can't believe you did it i listened to like 20 minutes of it really while i was distracted with something else it was so boring and just totally goes to show that, like, it doesn't matter who your husband is or where you come from. That doesn't mean you just get a successful podcast. Like, maybe they have listenership right now to to, to a certain degree because of the fact that she's hilaria. But at the end of the day, everyone hates it. It's got a 1.4 star rating. I doubt they're doing very well. Uh, here's the first review that pops Does up. Does she speak with a Spanish accent on the show? No. Damn. But everyone has to call her Hilaria. And, uh, and even though her name is actually Hillary, and right. she changed it to Hilaria. Right, right. Well, here we go. The first review. Seriously? Why doesn't Hilaria apologize on one of these podcasts for appropriating a culture? I would maybe have more respect for her if she did that. It only takes admitting you're not from Spain, that you speak Spanish <laughs> and love the culture and spend some vacays there. One star. Whoa. And there's like, that's all the reviews. It's so funny. Definitely go read the reviews for this thing. And unfortunately, I wish I could, I could have reported. I wish I could, I'm yeah. sorry, someone wrote as a comment to this article. I stand behind Alec Baldwin, and then someone <laughs> underneath it said, safest place to be. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh, man. But yeah, it's like if it's, do- if it's dog shit, the truth will always out, is like what Your I like to rely on. Shit. She's a piece of yeah. shit. And now you're like, they're going to do this. Like, they're pushing it. And now I'm just it's seeing so little boring. like excerpts, like, Hilaria, I'm saying it. Hilaria. I'm not saying Hilaria anymore. Yeah. Hilaria. Hilaria. Hilaria Baldwin. Hilaria 2023. Uh, yes, that is it. It's my fucking hats and Hilaria Baldwin. I love fucking hat Jackie, dude. She is vibing so hard right now. Get rid of the whole family. He needs to be brought up on proper actual charges, not rich people charges. I want to see something happen to one of them 
for the things that they've been doing, and people just keep <laughs> supporting them. All I can think about, they they've created a jail of their own making. All I can think about is how many kids do they have at this point? Yeah, eight, she, eight. Is the, she is the Nick Cannon also. Like, could we talk right. about that? I mean, like, it's no Cannon's Dozen. Yeah, right, I like right. that I wrote. It's a Cannon's Dozen <laughs> when the 12th Yeah, of, we had uh, the Cannons. 12th Nick Cannon uh, kid. So good. <sighs> sorry. Sorry. I mean, it's, I hope the baby got a big balloon that just says sorry on it. Sorry, for, you barely have a daddy. He'll be around in on t- on the YouTube and stuff like that. He'll 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 spend time with him there, Jackie, on the screen. On the screen, man. That's uh, all he needs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, hilaria. Um, you know, going back to this, yeah. All I think about is just like th- that video with Alec Baldwin, where he's like, "I used to go to the opera and." do fun things. No, it's different life. You know what I mean? And you just see the sadness in his eyes. Maybe laugh so hard. And I'm like, I just keep thinking like, you know, I may do this one more time, this, this process with uh, having a baby and all that stuff. I could not imagine resetting that process eight times until you are well how old is Alec Baldwin they just had another one how old is he he's like in his 60s right it must be very tired. you just it's had also another like, one I really I am just so cur- by 60 by sorry by 60 you should be able to like chill and fucking he's golf 64. whatever you want and go to the opera 64 with yeah he just they just had one I couldn't fathom it. Sorry, MJ, go on. No, no, I, I follow a lot of like parent Instagram accounts and I like have accidentally stumbled my way into just following a lot of Instagram accounts of like people with really big families. I think I followed one and I was like, oh, fun. And then now it's just like, do you want all these homeschooling Christian families with 10 kids? And I'm like, maybe Obviously. I do. <laughs> but there's something, so it, there's something specifically, I think, happening there psychologically with very rich people who have a lot of kids because obviously it's like pretty normal to have a lot of kids like for many, whatever, like it's not like five kids is that nuts. When I was teaching, I taught a lot of kids, a lot of families with four or five, six kids, but like the idea of like very, very, there's just something going on with Hilaria, just like there's something going on with Nick Cannon, but I just want to know what it is. What drives you to be like, I must keep doing this? Is it for the brand? Is it for, you know, I just don't, There, and I, 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 I hate to do that because I don't want to judge anybody for their family choices or their parenting choices, but it's something weird. That's way kinder than, uh, I, th- I think he has a pregnancy fetish. Cannon? Or I think he's literally kid. doing this because it like he, uh, his dick gets hard. Uh, uh, Cannon. Yeah. I think his dick gets hard uh, 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 around a pregnant woman. Yeah, I woman. don't think that that's what gets Alec Baldwin's dick hard. No, I, I think, don't think he hates he that he shit. has so many. You I can don't tell. think he gives a shit. That interview where he's like, I used, to, like I said, I used to go to the opera and Thing, you know, he's just like talking about it all wistfully, like his past life. Yeah, he's, he's also about miserable. to become a grandfather too, because Ireland oh Baldwin God. is also pre- just came out saying that that she's pregnant and as he well. Just had another baby, didn't yeah, he? Didn't they have one last year? Oh, they that'll be one, one of those fun situations where like your uncle is in the same grade, like as his father you. of the bride too. Because uh, even even as rich as you can be. If you have eight kids, it doesn't matter. You can be because li- you can have like a couple kids and be really rich and like just pay away a lot of the stress of pa- of parenting. 
Not with eight and a half. I, I wonder dude. that too. Like, can't because they, surely they just hired all out. So Alec Baldwin being like, "Oh, I used to do all, do all those things." Surely he's still not doing most. He of the still does it. Oh yeah, yeah. But I don't know. A house full of eight kids. That's that's where you go home to sleep most nights. And yeah, and you can you killed a person? Nah, that's dude, that ain't thing. a fun life, yeah. dude. You know, and and the judicial system is really fucked in many, many ways. But oh, don't yeah. worry. In this one way, it did happen to come through for some fucking reason that now studios can be sued over misleading movie trailers because of a trial that just happened. Uh-oh, his yeah. fucking hat, Jackie, can you getting riled this up. Yeah, I man. was looking at this fucking article like it's a law brief and I was like I don't understand this this doesn't make any sense to me you, you gotta show it to Gideon I you know, gotta show I know. Like this to like, Gideon. Gideon tell me why, why? is this a law that makes <laughs> you he somebody was upset that the actress was in the trailer Ana and not Ar- in the movie Ana de Armas was in the trailer for the movie yesterday and when you went to go watch the movie yesterday Ana de Armas had been cut from it now you think that this lawsuit would come from like Ana de Armas over like oh right. I feel like my role should have stayed in it I'm sure there are many contracts in which you cannot actually do that but no this was just a layman who decided to sue <laughs> Universal because they wanted to see Ana de Armas in yesterday and she got cut from the movie even though her scene was in the trailer and apparently Lawyers for Universal tried to get the case tossed, arguing that a trailer is an artistic, expressive work and therefore eligible for First Amendment protections, which apparently it is not. According to the ruling, Universal's corrected trailers involve some creativity and editorial discretion, but this creativity does not outweigh the commercial nature of a trailer. At its core, a trailer is an advertisement designed to sell a movie by providing consumers with a preview of the movie. But now what I'm so scared of is that I already, I see so many trailers because we go to the movies all the time and there's so many trailers that give you every good part of a movie. And I feel like now studios are going to be so scared about what they could be sued over when it comes to the trailers that they're going to show even more in the trailers. And that's the opposite. I love a trailer that I watch it and I'm like, what the fuck is this movie about? That's a movie I'm going to go see. I mean, I'm going to go see the movie regardless, but... Jackie just loves movies. I just love going to the movies, man. <laughs> oh, it's my fucking head. I just love going to the movies. Real man. go to the movie. movie. You're real go, go to the, the movie, 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 person. movie person. Yes, I certainly am. With and your and you know what? Hat. I didn't see the movie yesterday because I didn't give a shit about the movie <laughs> yesterday. Well, and definitely didn't give a shit about Odd Arbus. How big of a fucking dork? Super fan of Ana de Armas. Do you have to be to go to the? Oh, I can't wait to see the one scene with her. Oh, (laughs) Ana, maybe we'll be wet someday. And then you put it in. What? It's almost the end of the movie. I didn't skip my Ana. Watch Knives Out. (laughs) You get plenty of Ana de Armas and Knives Out. There's so many other things. You go watch Blonde. Uh, She's great. Go watch her. That's that part of it's hilarious. The Ana de Armas super fan element of it. The other thing I immediately think of, Jackie, I'm surprised you didn't bring up is is stuff like Scream, where where they purposely misled the audience so that we could get a really specific, amazing filmic experience. 
I love the fact that they made it seem like um, Drew Barrymore was the star of the film that we were going to be following the entire time. And based on the advertisements and the movie trailer, that is what we were led to believe. And then when we got in the theater, uh, spoiler alert for Scream, she dies immediately. And then everyone goes, whoa, that's crazy. You wouldn't get that without being purposely misled in the movie trailer. Uh, so that's where that's definitely what I think about uh, when I think about that. You know, this specific situation is kind of ridiculous that you would put a full like a scene from a, a actor that they completely cut out of the entire film. It does seem a little, but uh, just yeah, that seems a little purposely weirdly misleading. But I feel like the ramifications are going to well, affect was cut other in things. Post. So, yeah. like, she was in the movie. Okay, so when the trailer was made, she may have still technically she, been in the movie. And also, I do understand the idea that, like, studios do add in stuff against, like, the director's wishes, against other people's wishes, that they do add in things. And so the trailer is not always in right. the exact control of the people making the movie because they're trying to sell the movie. So, right. like, I know that it's like I, I read in one of the comments that I guess Christopher Nolan purposefully likes to not have any scenes from the movie in his trailers. Oh, wow. So that, like, he does that on purpose sure. and, like, things like that. So that's going to change the game for trailers in the future. I just can't believe that these lamos won being like, I needed to see Anna de Armas. Oh, oh, Anna, maybe she'll talk to me someday. If I bet if she got to know me, she'd fall in love with me, <laughs> Anna. Oh, and then he's just covered in his own jizz, Jackie. Covered in your own it's jizz, man. God, not me. I'm not covered in he oh, you're is. Not, oh, he's the covered guy in his own. Is the oh, character. I thought you were covered in your own I jizz might be. in no, this situation. Well, now I'm starting to think about doing that later. I mean, Ana de Armas is beautiful. She was not good in Blonde. I think earlier I said she was great in that. I haven't but, um, come on myself um, in a long time, mind you. I put it in a uh, some a container, a napkin or something. Good for you. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bringing it back around. Um, I'm scared of whatever this is going to end up doing the trail. I feel like now trailer is going to be just this <laughs> yeah. like oh mud on the paws situation. You know when there's mud on the paws, it's like and they don't want the mud on the paws, and then they tippy tap, tippy tap, tippy tap around. <laughs> it's yeah, it's going to be like yeah, what a weird situation. They're gonna it's just going to be like a very stern narrator be like, this is a horror comedy film. <laughs> it will be coming out in the summer of ninety. Helena Bottom Carter is in the film <laughs> as of the time of the making of the trailer, but it may, no, like, she may be cut. That needs to be righted here. Like the idea, right. it's not like somebody's being hurt by not seeing Anna de Armas in a movie. So it's just very hard for me to like understand this. Exactly. It's not like it's not like people who dare to take advantage of, you know, I don't know, <laughs> being always constantly around the Hollywood industry film industry and just sort of like no, you know, getting master classes in auditioning and acting from their own parents within their own home. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, man. I have it. I'm a Nepo baby myself. Can we take a you know, we haven't really talked about this um because we've been away and then we went right into the holidays. Tour, baby! 
has we been do. Was fucking awesome. We do man. have a tour. Yeah. And so please check out lastpodcastnetwork.com where you can get tickets to our cities that are coming up. Yes, we're going to San Fran. Yes, we're going to Los Angeles where we currently live. Yes. As well as Dallas and Austin. Yes, the Dallas show is back on. Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com to get your tickets to the Release the Butthole Cut Tour. I just want to also take a little victory lap around what we've already done. The Midwest, you guys were in Incredible. Incredible. The Northeast, you guys were incredible. I had such a fucking great time, and we were in crazy, snowy conditions. And everybody was, still came out. It was Thank bluster. you guys so much. Yeah, and and meeting all of you was so much fun, and I'm really proud of this show. Yeah. Uh, and it just seems to get better and better and better. So yes, please, if you're interested in coming to the future dates, please come to them. And also, thank you to everybody who came out. Thank you it's guys just, so much. We it's had been so, so much fun. Yeah. I feel like we have so many like stories from that that just then we went immediately into Christmas and were immediately tortured just by our frowning, own family. So much frowning <laughs> happened over Everyone Christmas. got COVID. No one had a good time. We went from spending every minute with each other to like then being in complete isolation from one another. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was very weird. It we was... weren't even recording. I feel like it's been three months since the end of the tour. But right. in reality, it's just been one long COVID December. And, and it's um, my Monday afternoon. No, and it's something. I don't even know what the lyrics are. This year will be better than the last. MJ, take it. I got married, though, so it really wasn't that bad. Yeah, you had a good year. I had a pretty good year. I know. I keep being like, this year was a bit of a fucker. I'm like, oh, Jackie got married. I mean, I got married. That part, I mean, it was very stressful all around the the marriage. And now we're looking at the wedding photos. So I am slowly um, posting some wedding photos over on my Instagram if anyone wants to check it out because, man, I look fucking bomb yeah. i'm a vibe agreed i'm a vibe now yeah well you're vibing with the fucking hat i mean it's the fucking hat really i'm just feeling it i'm gonna start snapping yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. i kind of like how on page seven we don't have resolutions we just have like fashion changes we have approaches what's your fashion change guys what yeah, are you guys I was doing this year? What, what do you want to tackle this year that you haven't been able to emotionally tackle in the past mm. Are we still That's talking about question. fashion or are we just talking about everything now? Uh, sure, whatever you want. Fashion connects with everything, though, so I feel like it's everything, but it's fashion. I mean, don't you feel the vibe coming from me? Yeah. I do. I mean, my ongoing quest to find pants that fit me and make me feel good about myself, that's like a 10-year journey. Okay, this <laughs> still, is the year. I, I, I had a pair of pants once that really did that, and it's been years, and I still think about those pants. And so that would be a fashion goal. <laughs> I love him too, just staring off space. What do you think about just this pair of pants? This is one pair of pants. Man, I, had. I get it, man. I, I mean, I don't know if I've even ever had that pair of pants. It's why I wear skirts. Not just because I'm ultra femme, but mostly just because it hides my ass. I mean, everybody seems to be having tracksuit fever here. So maybe I should acquire a tracksuit. I looked suit. into tracksuits, man. It's All right, I'm putting this out there. Plus size tracksuits. Hit me with your wrecks. If you've got, and not just Big Bud Press, because I really like Big Bud Press, but they don't fit my gunch. Okay. I love Big Bud Press. I keep trying them. I love them. Right. And I want it to look good on me, and it doesn't. Have you tried Gunch Funch? I believe that's. <laughs> I would love to order from a place called Gunch Funch. Honestly, if you've got a, should I look up Gunch Funch? There's Is there gunch, anything? I think, yeah, there's Gunch Brunch, but that's its own. That's a restaurant. Well, yeah. That's only open no, once a week. No, there's nothing called Gunch Funch. Um, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I mean, so we got pants, we've pants. got hats, we've got tracks. 
tracksuits. We got tracksuits, and I think maybe, and I need to get uh, live that. I need to start living that sunglasses life. I mean, it's absurd how long I've been in LA without a pair of sunglasses, but I need to get prescription sunglasses. I was going to say, what's your strategy? You're going to get the big kind that go over your regular glasses? That would be a fun no, look in No, no, no. You got to have, no, we're adults. You've got to have uh, your own separate pair of prescription sunglasses. Oh, we can't be come on. modding the glasses. This isn't cyberpunk. We're not modding the, gla- the glasses we have. We're I going know. to. Bring back Spaceman Jenkins in 2023. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot. All right. Yes. How dare I? Did you guys watch any of the New Year's shows? I watched the Miley and the Dolly Parton one. No, you- this is how our New Year's went. I realized while we were watching Too Hot to Handle, it was five till midnight. And I went, oh, yeah, it's almost midnight. We should probably kiss or something. And then I zoned out. And then I looked at my clock again. And it was 12, 11. And I was like, oh, it's New Year's. And then we kissed. And then we went to sleep. <laughs> Oh man, we like slow dance and kissed while Miley and Dolly sang That's um, cool. I Will Always Love You. That looked like and a lot of was... fun. I'm glad that she does those, these Miley shows. And she and and Dolly like dr- like she kept making jokes that I let Miley dress me because she came out in some fucking fits. Yeah. Dolly looked fabulous. So yeah. did my can I and also I had to just like admit to Jeff that I was like, I physically Miley Cyrus is not really my type usually. But there's just something about her. Yeah. There's just something about Miley Cyrus. I'd do anything for her. I want her to destroy my life. She's rock and roll. Would, oh she's, my she's, God. She, it's the rock and roll and just, thing. That, oh my that she God. Does. I want her to destroy me. And she's really taught and hot and wow. dresses very sexy. And then that deep, sultry mm-hmm. voice and just, oh my God. And her singing with Dolly, just yep. amazing. Yeah. But the internet was very angry about the fact I just that. David Byrne came on to sing with Miley Cyrus. And I don't, I will say, I don't know why they sang a David Bowie song. And that not was a so weird. Head song. Other than like it suits his vocal stylings sure, really does. well. Um, but uh, the internet was like, "Who's this?" Like, yeah, it's David Byrne. I'm kind of talking about? for some reason. I thought because of the internet age or whatever it is that like the kids were actually kind of more hip to people like David Byrne. But that said, um, I will at least admit this. When the first Talking Heads song I ever heard was Once in a Lifetime on the radio when I was a little kid and I just started busting out laughing and like making fun of the song or like just being like, this is the, what is this song? This is so weird. And like my first so my first experience with David Byrne was also like, what the fuck is this? And then I like grew to have such a huge appreciation for Talking Heads and David Byrne, of course, over time. So I kind of understand the gut reaction. I'm just surprised that um, uh, I thought the kids for some reason were hipper to like the the Bowies and the Burns and the, you know, for some reason just with the internet and everything and Spotify. Um, But it was also a weird choice to do Let's Dance. MJ, what did you think about the uh, Bowie uh, being uh, not understood by the Youngs? Yeah, I I I have such high hopes for the Youngs and it's always, I agree with you, Holden, it's like, what what do you guys mean you don't know about? Because also like young people are really cool and they do know a lot of like cool older stuff, you know, but Mm -hmm. it's funny that everyone's like, who's that old? old man um but you know i didn't get to watch it unfortunately i was at a airbnb and i did not i was i was having kid new years and i just did not even stay awake until midnight but i you know me i love miley cyrus and i would think that she's the perfect fucking person to carry on the mantle i'm so glad right. we're beyond the age of ryan seacrest and yes i so i was i was loving it i i and also 
it's got to be scary to be Miley Cyrus and be like, I'm up here with David Byrne. And I think she yeah. did great. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, dude. She's so fucking cool, dude. Nepo baby. Uh, Nepo whatever. Baby for the win. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. How dare she use her God-given gift and her connections in the music industry to become the biggest pop Nepo star baby. in the world. How, wait, hey, guess who wasn't a fucking Nepo baby, by the way? Ooh. Uh-oh, did I just fucking realize some shit? <laughs> T-Swift, bro. Not a Nepo baby, son. Yeah, but rich. Uh, that's a different kind oh, of Nepo baby. Oh, my God. That's, that's, she she should have given all of her parents money away to yes, the moon. Yes, she should have. <laughs> give me the money. Unbelievable. Give me all the right. money. Well, give me the celebrity conspiracy and give me the share. Do you believe it? Are Anne Hathaway and her husband the reincarnations of William Shakespeare and his wife? Oh, I've heard this Yeah, one. this is a fun one. Have we done this one? Have we done it? I think, I think we have done this one. Is this one. the first repeat? This might be the first repeat. Might be the first repeat. It's been, how long has COVID been going on? Because it's been that long we've been doing this segment. So yes. that's pretty good. That's a pretty, that's that's pretty good. Pete, Pete Davidson's just fucking a bunch of women to try to uh, uh, avenge his father in 9-11. It's too dark, but I've never done it before. But everyone's like mad about it. It's too dark. I've never done it before because it's too Wait, dark. But why? Uh, many why people have written in about it. a bunch of women? Um... Because uh, uh, he's like trying to work his way through the Hollywood elite Illuminati to avenge his father's death because they're the perpetrators of 9-11. Oh, see, that I agree that with. You yeah, that that you believe? Do you believe that one, MJ? It, it, yeah. I mean, it, it ended up being more fun than I thought it would be. I thought it was just going to be like, he's sad, and so he fucks. But it's if, if it's getting back at the Illuminati, that's kind of fun. All right. Well, just in case we haven't done this on the show proper, there are a couple of interesting factoids here. The theory is this came from Patty. Uh, uh, this came from Laura, uh, who wrote, I usually scroll by them, but this one did make me lol. And if Justin Bieber can be a lizard person and can be reincarnated. Yes. Uh, and she then linked the to the TikTok uh, from Patty Pop Culture. I've seen a lot of his. Uh, he does a lot of celeb conspiracies uh, on TikTok, which I will be hopefully doing a bunch of those in 2023 on the page seven TikTok page Woo! underscore seven underscore blockchain. What is page it? TikTok? Page seven LPN. Page, page seven LPN. LPN. Nothing yep. about blockchains or anything in there. Are we, are, no. are we selling crypto and NFT via the TikTok? Not yet, but right. soon, hopefully, bucket soon. hats. Hopefully. That yeah, bucket hat NFTs yep. coming NFTs. Bucket hat <laughs> NFTs. All right. Uh, so the theory is that Anne Hathaway's husband, Adam, is in, is the reincarnation of the bard himself. This is based on the fact that he looks very similar to Shakespeare, as depicted in old paintings of yore. Oh. This is backed up by the additional fact that Shakespeare's wife was named. MJ, do you know what Shakespeare's wife was named? Anne. Hathaway. Really? I bet yeah. it was something very close. No, yeah, just straight up the same name. Dun, I mean, dun, that dun. is very weird. And they look pretty similar based on old paintings. Mm-hmm. Of yore. Of yore <laughs> what? Now, the final nail on the coffin is that Anne Hathaway was born on the exact day of Shakespeare and Anne's 400th wedding anniversary. That's right. The very day, November 12th, 1582, was their wedding anniversary, or their wedding, and November 12th, 1982, is her birthday. 
Do you oh believe? Oh my god. Do you believe while I search and find out if I originally did this? Yes. I believe it. There you go. Yeah. I believe it. MJ, yeah. do you believe it? it? There's a lot of evidence. If you I have seen this TikTok and it's very compelling. They all look exactly the same. And that's enough for me. Plus the fact that Shakespeare's wife was named Anne Hathaway is incredible. Although maybe her parents purposefully named her after Shakespeare's wife. I don't know. How could you not believe? I will at least say, based on a quick search in my Google Docs, nothing's coming up for Hathaway. Uh, Let me see if something comes up for Shakespeare. So maybe we didn't do it before. There's also lots of... um, I like the idea that a lot of people say that Anne Hathaway does not age either. Yes. Um, I think that she is truly gorgeous. But is she a Nepo baby? I don't think so. I truly have absolutely no idea if she is a Nepo baby or not. She has to be a Nepo baby. You think so? Oh, Yeah. yeah. She does have Nepo baby energy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Her mother is a former actress. At least. Oh. And her maternal grandfather was uh, WIP Philadelphia radio personality, Joe McCauley. Oh, my God. Nepo, baby. How dare you, Anne? How dare you not give that opportunity to to soap some nobody? I don't know, man. She graduated from Milburn High School in New Jersey, where she performed in several plays. It sounds like she might actually be really Nepo baby. (laughs) I also love how it says here Hathaway was named after Shakespeare's wife. (laughs) Oh, did someone write that into her Wikipedia? She was named after Shakespeare's wife. That's why, coincidentally, her name. She's named after Shakespeare's wife. Wow, that's the fastest we've ever solved a mystery here on Facebook. That was about a 10 second (laughs) Wikipedia search. I wonder if she's named after Shakespeare's wife. She is. <laughs> good to know. All right. But what, is it good to know what's on the list? Oh, who's, who's on, on the list? list? Jackie, gotta have that list. You will immediately find out why he chose this list. 15 best non-human scene partners. And yes, Michael Kine loved working with the Muppets. He said... It's like talking to a real actor. You always get a couple of actors who think too much of themselves. But these were all kind, gentle, loving people. And I had the best time. Yeah, talk about being humble. You're never putting yourself first. You're always working a puppet. Like you're never, you know, you're never some name on set. Puppeteers are amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do understand, MJ, why you have your affinity for puppets. Because puppeteers, I feel like I've only met two puppeteers. But I can honestly say I've never met a puppeteer I didn't like. What an incredible life the only it's the only other life besides being like dan castellanetta like voice of the simpson but voice of homer that i like constantly think about like how incredible would it be to be like i make incredible art and i can go anywhere and no one knows who i am and it's totally fine but everybody loves me like absolute dream shit to be a puppeteer especially in the muppet universe could you imagine getting fingered by one, by the way? Oh, Holy my God. Dexterous. Woo! You'd be like, they'd call you the ceiling fan because you'd just be spinning around on the ceiling with the first <laughs> guy just manipulating. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's just so crazy. I don't know. Maybe puppeteers are like, I don't want to do that. It feels like work to me. Right. That's oh, exactly. No. They don't want to come home from work and yeah. do more work. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, but their fingers are so strong. Yeah, and they're so, they just know all the weirdest Nimble. ways. Yeah, they can move them yeah, in I'm such give me quick, my friend. Vigo Mortensen <laughs> loved the Lord of the Ring horses so much he bought three of them. Wow. He uh. said it's like talking to a real actor. 
wait a second. This is the same quote. <laughs> That's the same Muppet quote that I just read. Cracked, you're falling through the cracks, wow. everybody. We have gotten to the depths of the list. Is it what the list to the internet have to offer? The idea of being a horse is to say, but these are all kind, gentle, There's loving no people. people. <laughs> about the horses. Vigamort said, do you think horses are... People? Is this, a, is this a fabricated? Have we discovered some sort of like fraudulent list that where they're attributing quotes to Viggo Mortensen? Uh, wow! I wish I wish well, every quote is no. It's the only time that that no, quote is, is said because they definitely didn't say it about the volleyball from Castaway <laughs> because apparently the volleyball from Castaway sold at auction for eighty five thousand dollars. Wow! It is still a volleyball with a little bit of hair on it. Hmm. Now, I feel like this isn't fair to say that a Wookiee is like that Chewie is not working with right. a person on set. Yeah, because right. it is a person just in a costume. It's a person in a costume. <laughs> so I'm going right past that one. But what I didn't know is that E.T., Elliot and the world fell in love with three different actors and three mechanical puppets. Oh, so yeah. it was three different actors, three mechanical puppets. You did, I'm assuming, a whiz brew on Let ET. just did one, yeah. We just covered it. Yeah, yeah. So, well, there were three different people operating different parts of the puppet. God. Gotcha. So one person would be out because it was so full of animatronics and stuff that, yeah, you had somebody just operating like the eyes, just operating like his t little penis, and someone just <laughs> operating the rest of his body. Oh, yeah. I forgot that whole scene where his penis is waggling all about. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a weird scene. But apparently, SFX artist Car uh, Carlo Rambaldi <laughs> took six months and one and a half million dollars to create the puppets and costume for a 12 year old without legs and a mom. So those are two of the people that performed as E.T. I had no idea. There you go. And then, yeah. Man, all of the pictures of Gollum, all of the pictures of Andy Serkis who played Gollum <laughs> in Lord of the Rings is so funny because they did actually get to work with him in a full costume as well or like a like a green screen type tight suit but his face is so weirdly similar to Gollum's face I'm sorry Andy Circus, but we all know that it's true that it's got to be um really difficult to work with him <laughs> yeah these photos I are feel awesome like I, I was laugh. thinking like how did they do that and then you see the photos and you're like oh it's just that's how they do pretending it pretending to be Gollum yeah that's how they do it Oh, yeah, I love the behind-the-scenes Lord of the Rings. Don't even get me started, because, I mean, I had the extended with all the special features, and I'd watch the all. Oh, I watched all the features, man. I watched Loved all it. those features. Loved it. Um, but what about the fact that Amelia Clark first ride on a Drogon? Yes, Drogon. <laughs> the was overwhelming. <laughs> I just love the picture of her sitting on this fucking green yeah. thing. She looks like such an idiot. Yeah, he's sitting on Drogon. Um, that she said she was trying to look badass while performing on top of it, but the crew said she looked like Harry Potter riding his broomstick. And apparently, her skills in the tech soon got much better but yes. that was her first time on it really obnoxious uh, they've actually gone and fixed this a little bit they've done it with some stuff i think mandalorian stuff like that because it's so funny that it has to be this like bright green monstrosity like it just never looks anything like the thing you're supposed to be doing yeah. because of that now they're doing this thing where you walk into this room 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Boom. And they have panels cover they they created like a way for you to have like a 360 degree screen there are a bunch of screens interconnected so and then they like so you're no longer green screening you're just like in the space and it just becomes the environment around you and then you can like get back to like acting again you know what i mean yeah and and that's really cool you know classically on the set of uh the hobbit ian mckellen broke down in tears and was like this is not acting <laughs> well yeah because it's all of the forced perspective and everything it's like yeah, i felt like he felt very i'm sure he felt very alone in, in yeah. um being gandalf well i hope he never has kids Little fucks try to get in on this goddamn industry. Oh, <laughs> Nepo babies. Last but not least, not a mep- Nepo baby. We're talking about Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins learned how to hallucinate on the set of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. He said to play opposite Roger Rabbit, Hoskins said that he studied his daughter playing with her imaginary friend, mm. Jeffrey. He said he would hallucinate Roger bouncing all around him to play it as real as possible because that's got to be very difficult. Not just just a puppet but an but just an animated character that you are working against the entire time that you can't see and right. see how it reacts like like it touching you and having yeah. so many scenes with Roger Rabbit there's also and it's so good the, the you know the, again where's the bruiser check it out uh the thing you don't notice with, with Roger Rabbit like when you watch most other movies with animation stuff in it it's all kind of tacked on whereas in Roger Rabbit like he bumps the lamp. Like, he ruffles uh-huh. the clothes. Everything practical that could happen in an interactive way, it's tiny details that you yeah. don't notice. And that's what makes it feel so much more real than any other, like, film where they, you know, like, bed knobs and broomsticks or Mary Poppins, right? Because they're just sort of like, the animation's interacting with the actors, but it's clearly, like, two not separate things. happening. Yeah. yeah. I will say uh, someone who would not be on this list would be the uh, lead actor who who played the the dad in, or the guy in ALF. Uh, horrible experience, classically. Hated the work. The working conditions were horrible. Is on this list. The non-human was difficult, but the human made it work. Paul Fusco, creator, puppeteer, and voice of Alf praised Max Wright for creating comedic chemistry with no. Alf because he was a serious theater actor who hated being the foil for a puppet. Yeah, he, he apparently, <laughs> the, apparently the last day of shooting, they wrapped, he just grabbed his shit and walked right out into Damn. his car and drove away and like didn't say goodbye to anybody. Like he had the, it's so funny he's on this list. He Damn. was miserable that entire time. He hated it. it. It made him, he was so mad that it like went on for, for as long as it did. Like apparently the, because of the XYZ things, the, everything was really cramped. It was really hard to like move around. He was just very like uncomfortable the whole time. There was something with like heat. It was like intensely hot the entire time. And 
and just like it was just a it was unfun in every possible sense and of the word. Four seasons. Four of it. seasons. Damn. Yeah. I mean, maybe he just uh, yeah. didn't like that. I feel like it is very insulting to be like, I won't play opposite a puppet because again, you're playing opposite an actor. Like the puppeteer is an actor. There, it's a it's a person there. But then there's this incredible, awesome, in my opinion, thing about like there's also the puppet kind of has its own personality and Michael Caine was humble enough to realize that and it sounds like this fucking elf guy maybe just either needs to check himself or maybe he just really hated the guy who played elf or he hated the character of, or the premise of the show which is all possible there's a lot that's, I want to do an elf episode for Whisperer there's a lot oh my that God, has been you written. have to because apparently there's this unaired fifth season that was insane and that's the real reason why it got cancelled oh hell yeah. yeah there's so many weird things with elf it's kind of amazing I never watched it like at the time I did were you an elf oh yeah person? oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I loved yeah. elf you were f- fucking hat oh yeah man look yeah with this fucking hat you <laughs> ask me if I've watched elf or not come on <laughs> well, that's our list for you yeah and that's why I'm not seeing Uh-oh. anything in front of me Uh-oh. that's right not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Oh, yeah. 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 Dina Car- back Dina wow. Carvey references in 2023. Right? Okay. Chopping broccoli. 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 Chopping and has thought about retiring, too. What better way for his manager to cash in, then, by taking a commission on the sale of a music catalog of the singer? Justin Bieber. And who's the evil manager? Oh, Dr. Luke. No, the one... No! Scooter. Scooter. Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun. They're both bad. But he's... Uh, yeah, well, I'm not... Luke's worse. Yes. <laughs> but Scooter's whatever. Yeah, Scooter is whatever they, because of Tay. Friday put out an article that Bieber is close to a deal to sell his music rights to Hypnosis Songs Capital for around $200 million. Dang. I think that's cheap. I think that's less than what it would be worth. Especially if he's going to not continue touring and thinking about all of that money that he's not going to Right. I mean, $200 million, I would be set for life, so it's a silly thing to be like. Yeah, but if you have that, if you live to that level of being rich, $200 million is not going to really get you that far. Yeah, this is true. He was scrappy, came out of YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe he'll go back to YouTubes. Um, No parents in the game on that one. Not an Evo baby, though. Not an Evo baby, yeah, for sure. no, no. We got to call him out now. We got to make sure everybody knows. I've looked up. Viggo Mortensen doesn't appear to be a Nepo baby. So. Not a Nepo baby. <laughs> now I'm just Not looking a up Nepo for baby. Yeah, we're looking up for everybody. Got to know. I got to know. Well, this might, I don't know if this lady's a Nepo baby. Let's talk about her, though. This former A-plus list, mostly movie actress, I think she's still pretty A-list, uh, who is an Oscar winner, has a nightclub slash bar slash venue on an adjacent lot to her home that she uses as a members-only lesbian bar. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, she, oh, uh, here's some more hints. Yeah, that's not enough, huh? She was uh, uh, first in uh, the biggest action movie of the summer when we were kids. She then went on to win an Oscar um, about a football bo- man. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Sandra Bullock? Yes. What? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Is it Speed? Yeah. I was oh, thinking Independence okay. Day. Dude, remember Speed, though? That I mean, fucking... I love Speed. speed? Don't yeah. get me wrong. I love man. Speed. I'll watch Speed right now. 
dude, I'll watch it yesterday, bro. We just yeah. got a lesbian party? Yeah, dude. Secret lesbian bar, bro. I want to go there. It's members only. You can't get in, dude. Why? Because you got to be a member. I'll be a member. Look She'll at my let us in. Let us talk to her. All right, well, who's your dad? Is your dad like um, Woody <laughs> Harrelson? Henry Zabrowski Sr., <laughs> and he will open many doors for me. <laughs> oh, my God, Jackie, did you know that I didn't know that your dad's name was also Henry Zabrowski until your wedding day? Uh, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought that everyone was joking when they kept talking about Henry Zabrowski Sr. that day, and then once I was at a table with all the Murderfist boys, and they were like, no, 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 that's real. He's really Henry Zabrowski also. I was like, <laughs> he's also whoa, Henry whoa, whoa, Thomas whoa. Zabrowski. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Henry's a third totally wow. secret let what do you think they do in the secret lesbian man bar? i bet there's a lot of licking and i don't That's want a, in talk about speed i hope there's some puppeteers at that bar oh i bet you know, oh, a bunch oh, of puppeteer a puppeteer would clean up in the finger blast room of sandra yep. bullock's lesbian bar <laughs> i'm assuming there's a finger but i don't even know how lesbian bars machi i'll take two tickets please <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that all of the TVs in the bar are playing different Sandra Bullock movies, like a sports bar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Net, I love that they idea. They do the net every Tuesday. Yes. Yeah, they have like a full program for sure. Get the net. That's nice. what they yell. It's just fun to say the words lesbian bar. I feel yeah, like man, freed I love a by lesbian it. Bar, man. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I feel rejuvenated bar. by it a little okay, bit. Dude. <laughs> Well, members only, Jackie, so... I'm getting in there. I gotta get the jacket and they'll match the hat, fucking hat. Yeah, yeah. And get the members only jacket and then they'll let me in. Just go as fucking hat. I think we could do... We'll, we'll lay down three hip-hop tracks for a mixtape. Okay. That'll get you through the door in this town. Probably, I think if you have right? one mixtape that's decent and you have a whole name and a whole look... Yeah, I've got many mixtapes. I'll make I don't know about tape. the Halloween... The cute Halloween sweater, though. But I, I'm so kitschy. <laughs> That Halloween right, sweater, Jackie, has it. been, <laughs> you've been wearing that sweater 90% of the times I've seen you. Oh, it's yeah. an orange. It's one of my only sweaters. It's an orange <laughs> and black and white Halloween sweater. It's got pumpkins and bats and spider webs. Yeah, it's, and so then, it's like a regular Argyle sweater, but it's actually secretly a Halloween sweater. And then her black bucket hat has like a neon pink and green yeah. logo it's on it. it. The eye is hurt by... In a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I, I have also, my personal <laughs> oh, yeah. sensibilities are like, I start to get really upset if my kids are like, like they didn't want me to take down the Christmas decorations right away, you know? And I was like, all right, well, like, well, let's negotiate like when, when you guys are ready to have them down, when I want to have them down. But seasonal things out of season is like a personal, like grading thing for me. And it's not <laughs> that I, it's your sweater is grading to me, but it is. I, I think a Halloween sweater in January is certainly a vibe. They do a pop-up. It's a vibe. There's a pop-up. What about up. for goth girls? Isn't it different for goth girls? Yeah. Can yes. I wear Halloween anytime? Yeah. Yes. And Halloween is different than... Like, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't describe this. I'm not going to wear a Christmas sweater. But the sweater yeah. is not goth, right? The sweater is like third grade teacher it's cute. during Halloween. You know what I mean? No, there's many different kinds of goth. You do not, I'm a rainbow goth, bitch. Okay. I'm a rainbow goth. I don't know if the sweater hits rainbow, says rainbow. Well, the Anyways. hat says rainbow goth. Right. I like the hat. Keep the I'm gonna hat. Get a, I'm going to get a bucket hat. I'm looking at bucket hats right now. I think I'm going to get one that has a bunch of neon mushrooms on it. Okay. Wow. That's 
That's oh my what god, I'm you're gonna be that person. All right, you've, you are so you are a half step from Crocs, by the way. I know the I bucket hat is totally the precursor to the Crocs. Crocs is here. I don't know, man. I tried them. I tried on my nieces, I bet and I was so like, comfortable. Oh no, they are pretty comfortable. What was your whenever... year? Your year? You you've had different themes for fashion every year, right? You had the Renaissance. Yeah, you had. I had mesh 2018. I yeah. did uh, Rhinestone Cowgirl, yeah. and I did last year was Stevie Thicks. Yeah. And um, this so this year one, I guess it's just hats. Hat. I think it's just hats. I think, I think I'm trying to do hats, man. Uh, I want to do hats 2023. All right, hats. Yeah, it's a nice general term. I want different <laughs> kind of, I mean, I think it's actually, I think it's head coverings, because I've also been right. thinking about Shawls, getting into scarves. Scarves. Ah. Yeah, like, so I think it's head, head coverings 2023, yeah. I think it's cover that head 2023. Like Jennifer Coolidge and White Lotus. Yes. Like, shawl, like kind of yes, like billowy shawl. Yes, Billowy shawls. I think that, like, I'm. I think that that's what I'm getting into. I'm getting into like, I want to look. There you go. Hats 2023. Hats. Well, head coverings <laughs> like 2023. Head cover. I'm so sorry. Head coverings. Head coverings 2023. 2023. Yes. Cover no, that head. It was simple, MJ, and then it got became immediately a well, mouth. I want to be inclusive. Bad. Head coverings 2023. If you could come up with a better inclusive. theme, a more inclusive <laughs> phrase for me. Um, <laughs> listeners, uh, that would be great. Uh, headpiece twenty twenty three. Let's get into the last one here. It is never a good idea to show up for an interview drunk. This speaking of White Lotus, this White Lotus actress though did just that. Ooh, Aubrey Plaza. Of course, of Aubrey course Plaza. She interviews was. very strangely, but this was weird. Uh, Aubrey asked Drew Barrymore to quote, "Be my mommy" in oh, an interview for cute. the Drew Barrymore show, adding in a baby voice, "You're my dream mom. I wish you were my mom. Feed me, put me to bed." Nurture me, nourish me. I'm a hungry baby. I'm a hungry baby, MJ. I cannot <laughs> condone this behavior. I actually really enjoyed it. I love Drew Barrymore. I think she's like a fantastic interviewer. And I think that I like Audrey Plaza. To be honest, I haven't really thought about her much since Parks and Rec, which obviously I loved her in. Um, I haven't seen White Lotus yet. Oh, you should be watching Audrey Plaza's movies because they are all weird, fun, dark comedies. Ingrid Goes West is great. But also she's amazing in White Lotus as well. That season of White Lotus is great. I mean, she's super funny. And in this clip, it is truly so, because <gasps> Drew Barrymore just completely yes, yes, ends it so perfectly. She's just like, I want you to be my mommy. And Drew Barrymore is like, okay, I'll be your mommy. And then she just like, and you know, Drew Barrymore is like so sweet and so earnest. And Aubrey Plaza is so dry and so like sarcastic. It is the perfect little combination. They're both just completely going with it. And it actually is delightful. Should I get a bucket hat that has a bunch of capybaras on it? Ooh. Oh, yeah. You yeah. got to go Australian hats 2023? Yeah. Should I go Australian hats 2023? Uh, uh. Hats with Australian animals on them 2023. Yeah. I, can't, I can't go back to the 80s with that. I can't. We're not doing Crocodile Dundee. I refuse. Oh, we're not doing the Australian. sending us a link to the hats. We we're not doing the Australia's <laughs> cool thing, all right? Got to oh, link the hat. Do we have show notes? Can we link the hat? The show notes. Can we yes. link the yes, hat Jackie, in show notes? <laughs> Can we link the hat in show notes? Oh my god! Oh, there's beans. Just be- baked beans. Oh my god! There's so many bucket hats, y'all. You don't even know. The Rock 
ass Shrek on a bucket hat. It's just the rock painted green with the Shrek ears. <laughs> and he's just on a bucket hat. <laughs> Get it from Etsy for 20 I'm bucks. shopping exclusively at Spencer's 2023. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm doing. I'm going to get a this bunch is... of those like baby bunnies on things and say things like, suck my kiss. <laughs> I think I've come this around. I think I'm pro bucket hat. I think I started off. Repulsive At the beginning era. of the episode, I was I was I, anti, and now I am pro. Wow! I started pro what now. I'm anti. This is repulsive. But the direction you're heading in is so just derogatory to fashion and. To what's acceptable? I I'm just... trying to stay young. <laughs> this is making you old. <laughs> is this making me old? Yes. I thought it's making me young. No, they're gonna be like, that's a weird trend. No, from people the keep 90s. looking at me and they're like, is that a teenager? Oh my god, no, it's a 35 year old woman. <laughs> is that like every a fun single teenager? person said this to me? Yes. Is that like a fun loving teenager? Wow. It we is like, like somehow the worst things about looking young and looking old at the same time. It's yeah, really yeah, yeah. <laughs> straddles both. Some about it. Davlin tells us you smoke mad weed, mad son. Mad weed, son. I smoke so much weed, bro. All right. Well, I can see you again. And Jackie smokes a lot of weed, and MJ is visibly concerned. Let's get into it. Let's wow. get to the. Let's bring it on home, ladies Man, and gents. Thank you guys so much for joining us today on this unhinged first episode back into 2023. Welcome back, y'all. Come check us out in the release the Butthole Cut tour. We got four shows left. We're so unbelievably excited. Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com to get yo tickets. I can't I honestly can't wait to get back on the road. I know. I was so excited to get home and then I'm like, I can't wait to get back. Yep. I kind of I um Please come out to these shows so that we can continue doing this so that we can go to more places because I'm having a fucking blast meeting everybody and um I've just it's been it's been a fucking Vibe, man. It's been a fucking vibe. Also, thanks everybody for joining us for the Cats and uh, the Muppets Christmas Watch Along, both on Oh No, It's Jackie on Twitch and Hold Nader's Ho on Twitch. We're going to do more group watch alongs uh, because it's so much fun. More uh, Tinder review streams as well. Yeah, with check Strix. those out check with out Strix. Strix. Go to Strix.com. Strix is the best. So, yeah, check me out. Twitch.tv forward slash Hold Nader's Ho. I stream at least five days a week and uh, get ready for those special streams as well in 2023. As soon as we're back, off the road, uh, which will happen at the end of this month. It's going to go. We're going to go ham. Oh, and I don't wow. mean hard as a motherfucker. I mean the meat. Yeah, man. <laughs> We're getting hams out. We're getting hams up. Uh, all right, Jackie, anything else? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Jack that worm. Come follow me. I'm going to be posting more wedding pictures. Ooh. Check us out on TikTok at page seven LPN. Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com and get your tickets and you can come hang out with us over on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. We play Sims and Sundays. We play dating games. And on Tuesdays, we talk about sex with Dr. Jordan. Come over to twitch.tv forward slash. Oh, no, it's Jackie. And, and we have lots of fun. Page seven podcast at gmail.com. Page the number seven podcast at gmail.com. Please send in those celebrity conspiracies uh, as well as uh, Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. We have a weekly bonus content for just $5 a month. For $10 a month, you can join us on Discord for our Jersey Shore watch alongs every Thursday. Guys, do you hear all the shit we're throwing at you? It's so much shit. MJ? My name is MJ and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. 
Fuck yes, Hell you yeah. are. Fuck yes, you are. We love you guys so much. We'll be back next week. And I can't wait. And I send you misses and kisses. And it's time to sing the song. Shout. Shout. Let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote in about. Come on. We're gonna read them to you. Come on. It's a shout-out, it's a shout-out, it's a shout-out. Thank you guys so much for sending in your shout-outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. I so appreciate it. Oh, my God. It loved the review of the Mariah Carey concert, which apparently she was literally wheeled out to the stage and essentially strapped to the microphone. And I just want to say thank you so incredibly much for sending in your recommendations, for sending in anything to page7podcast at gmail.com, but especially your shout-outs because they fill me with joy. Let's start our shout-outs, shall we? Especially because we've got some late shout-outs and all of my love. I'm so sorry we weren't recording during the holidays, and so I extra missed your holiday birthdays. Don't worry, Holden already chewed my ear about it so you were with him in spirit and that especially goes out to jade i'm so sorry jade and a so so happy birthday to you jade says i want to give myself a shout out because my birthday is coming up on december 22nd i'm sorry jade i love you it's a dream of mine to hear jackie sing some weezer for my birthday but i won't subject you to actually doing that why not if you want to destroy my sweater, oh, whoa, whoa, pull this thread as I walk away, as I walk away. Yeah, man, you're going to watch me unravel and I'm soon going to be naked, but you're going to only feel it through the shout outs. Jade continues on and say, the last year has been amazing and I'm so excited to start my 27th year on a great path. My girlfriend and I bought a house and listened to all of Wizbrew while renovating the entire thing on my own to make it perfect for us. I quit a job that I used to love because it was causing me so much stress. Hell yeah, Jade! But hearing our Page 7 community talking about how much better they feel after taking huge risks finally gave me the push I needed to do what was best for my mental health. Now I'm in a role I absolutely love, making twice the amount I was making last year. I listen around table while I work every day and it always makes me happy. But the highlight of my year was seeing the last podcast network jamboree in Nashville. It was such an unforgettable experience and I really hope y'all do it again one day. And we definitely are going to, Jay. Don't worry. Jade says, in one week, I'll officially be in my late 20s and I really can't wait. I didn't think I would make it here, but all of LPN has truly helped me become who I am today. I just bought tickets to the Release the Butthole Cut Tour in Austin. Yes! And I can't wait to meet all of y'all after the show. I'm just as excited for that as I am for the Eras Tour. Oh my God, Holden. Thanks so much for growing with me over the last decade plus, getting me through high school, college, and now my career that I'm moving forward in. LPN has been the constant throughout all these years, and I'm so lucky to have found 
this network when I did. Anyway, this was long. Ah, but I'm here with you, Jade. But I'm so excited about turning 27 and the Page 7 Whizbrew show being my first of the year. And tell Holden it's a birthday baby, which I definitely did. I'll always remember his. Love you so much, Jade, and happy birthday, babe. Because we have another I'm sorry, but I love you that goes out to Haley because Haley turned 30 on December 18th. And I hope you enjoyed your birthday, especially entering into the best decade of your life so far. Haley says, I'm turning 30 on December 18th. And last year, I guessed that my partner was going to give me a shout out on the podcast, but he never sent it. But that's okay because we always ruin surprises for each other, which is kind of funny, but you know what? I deserve a self-shout-out because we fucking made it, baby. I'm honestly thrilled to be entering this next decade of my life, which is a huge surprise considering I thought of myself as middle-aged at 21-22. But now, here, in the last two days of my 20s, I'm feeling the exact opposite of all that. I want to be here for a good time and a long time. I recently got back into therapy with a counselor I feel connected to. I went to the doctor to get my health in order, which was a huge source of anxiety for me, and I was able to be honest with myself about how I was feeling with myself and my doctor to finally go on the medication I needed to reconnect with myself. Congratulations! I have a wonderful partner who I love with my whole heart. We have two cats who make us laugh every damn day. We have the perfect home together decorated with all the spooky things we can find and i have a plan in place to start my cross-stitch business in 2023 in order to eventually leave my day job i'm so excited that everything seems to be falling into place finally after struggling with so many different things for the majority of my life i'm genuinely feeling happier than i ever have before and watching the rest of my life unfold seems wonderful instead of daunting and sad oh Haley, it makes my heart smile page seven has really helped bring some light into my life during those dark times hearing you mj and holden talk and laugh about things together made isolating and working from home so much more bearable i swear you three are my long distance friends parasocial relationships are weird right yes bitch so this is a shout out for all y'all too because you're the damn best sorry this was long as hell but thank you so much just holding the space for us folks to smile once a week does so so much for the community i love y'all so much and all my love goes out to you Haley oh happy birthday baby you made it to the 30s we got the shit baby and now we're sending so much love to Lisa K Inc. Oh my God, I was so excited to meet you. Lisa K says, I attended the Jamboree show in Nashville earlier this year. I didn't know it at the time, but I was at the climax of my depression. I struggled to find anything worthy about myself and my trauma was triggered by basically everything. I enjoyed the show the best I could, but my heart was shattered beyond what control I had. It's taken me half a year, but I've come a long way and I'm finally back in control of my feelings and my life. When I heard y'all were going to be in Chicago for the Release the Butthole Cut tour, I told my husband that we needed to get VIP passes so I could meet you. Even if it was only for a few moments, I wanted to at least give a hug to the woman to whom I owe more than I can express. The show was amazing. I laughed so hard and it felt like I was a part of the show, even though it was just another person in the crowd. I felt starstruck when I was waiting in line to meet you. The only thing I had in mind to say was, I want to be you when I grow up in my ripe age of 35. Right back at you, babe. 
I didn't get that chance as you saw me and yelled, you, you recognized me from the crowd. Immediately, I felt seen and recognized. Through our brief conversation, you not only made me feel so attractive and badass, but you knew who I was based purely on my name, Lisa K. Inc. I remember, of course, your work is beautiful. Also, look up Lisa K. Inc., by the way. I was not kidding when I told you that when I struggled with what to wear that evening hours prior, I imagined you telling me that I was a fucking goddess and that I could rock anything because you are and you can. I do want to also give a shout out to MJ who also said that I had rocked a hot outfit in the frigid Chicago winter. To top it off, you gave me the biggest hug, which as we quickly bonded over our side shaved hair, yes, um, which you were partly an inspiration for because you look fabulous. You were everything I thought and hoped you to be. Thank you. I'm still riding that high nearly a week later. I don't think I can ever put into words how much meeting you impacted me. I hope I don't come across as a crazy fan. No, you don't. While I am crazy and a fan, I'm not a crazy fan. <laughs> I know we all are our own flavor of struggles and not feeling good enough. My hope is that if slash when you ever fall victim to the mean and vicious voice inside your head, you could tell it to fuck right the hell off because you have such a positive impact on those around you thank you so much lisa k or even those who can only listen to your show and yet feel inspired nonetheless thank you for being you jackie thank you so much lisa and sharing yourself with us i hope we can meet again at another show and perhaps i could even buy you a drink or a hot dog okay i'll say yes to a hot dog i love you and of course i love reading your very long and emotional letter it fills me with joy so much love to you lisa k and again and Lisa K. Inc. I-N-K. Because she inks awesome die. So much love to you, babe. And last but not least, oh, we got a slutty change email. Yes, slutty change from our chat, everybody. We all know slutty change. We know him well. Because especially he heads the roundtable Facebook page like a fucking champ that Holden is so absolutely obsessed with. So all my love to slutty change. And what you got to say? Hey, what's up, skanks? <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. <laughs> It's Slutty Change. How y'all doing? So I know the Page 7 Network shoutouts are typically for yourself or for your friends. Just keep rubbing that in my face, everyone. I wanted to shout out you three and Jake. Yes, I will pass it along to Jake for being awesome, awesome heads and putting together such an edutaining live show. But if I can stop being an asshole for a sec, you're not being an asshole, Slutty Change. You're being our Slutty Change and we love you. To give you some praise I didn't get a chance to give you. I'm forever indebted to you fine folks. Someone's already cutting onions my eyes are burning, so shut up! Seriously, though, I can't imagine where I'd be or who I'd be if someone didn't tell me about last podcast and roundtable back in 2016. I had just split with the baby mama, working 10 hours a day, seven days a week. You folks kept me laughing the whole time, and along with my son, were the only things that kept my train running. MJ and Jackie, both of your glow ups have been amazing to experience over the past seven years. Thank you. MJ, I want to say something to you, and I mean it in the most sincere and positive way. Toilet flush. You took a lot of shit from those fuckers and are a very strong and just person. And sorry if I ever made you feel awkward by tagging you in a roundtable quote. Oh, they love it. Also, I want you to know that I did encourage. I sent this to both MJ and Holden and Jake. So thank you 
you so much, Slutty Change, for sending this in. You are an all-star. Jackie, what can I say? You stop! And I can't praise you enough for your journey. Also, say the word, and I'll curb stomp Doug. I mean, it's fine. I'm fine. Jake, there is a synergy that you share with Jackie and Holden that is incredibly fun to listen to. Uh, characters from Roundtable come to mind. Fancy Pants and Jackie and Shit Walking Jake. I don't remember those whatsoever. <laughs> but you also have plenty of your own merits. Most of all, though, the Flim Flam Man Doctor Uncle Puppet Jared is the stuff of legend. And last but not least, good old Lumpy Lizard McNeely. I mean, what can I say? I feel like I'm this close to a restraining order, but for real, I meant it when I said it. You are top three funniest persons on the planet if I had to rank them. Maybe even number one when you aren't complaining about Liam. I don't know what I would do without all your collective content, except maybe put down a tarp, strip down to some tidy whities and cover myself in your content while writhing around like the little Lord Fauntleroy Henry Zabrowsk. Yeah, I left the eye off on purpose. You doofuses, figure it out. Sorry, I always get hella round tabley when I'm talking to y'all. Anyway, I cannot thank you enough for every hour you have given us. And please, don't stop until you reach at least a thousand eps. Thirteen hundred in page seven's case. You've been doing that a good five years before the boys. Good lord, how many episodes have we done? Sunny J, how many episodes have we done? God. God, I just talk and I talk. Cheers to all of you. I wish I could live inside everyone's skin. Sorry, not true, but I do wish I could give you all a million more hugs. Love, Mitch, aka Slutty Change. I love you so much, Slutty Change. And thank you for sending in such a lovely and caring email. I love you guys so much. And again, you can send in your own shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. It's a hoot, it's a holler, and it makes me smile. I love you guys. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. America. 